Hello, my name is Jim. Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once there, we'll find links to our podcast, including YouTube. YouTube's a great link to our podcast because it's the only one that I'm aware of that gives you closed captioning for the hearing impaired. It's a great tool and it's pretty accurate. You can also find a link to our Shop Tells on Amazon store. If you click that, it'll put you into our store that you can click any one of the items there. And it's a portal into Amazon.com where you can shop for anything you want. By doing that, if you buy anything on the trip there, as long as you go through our store, we will get a small percentage of the purchase. It doesn't cost you anything extra or anything. It's the agreement we have with Amazon, and I think it's a pretty good way to shop there. You might even find something that we recommend and endorse while they're at our store. Halloween is in a couple of days, so I just wanted to touch on that ever so lightly. When I was a kid, little bitty boy, I remember dressing up as Superman, going around from house to house with my mom. She'd sit out in the car, and Connie and me, or Mary Ellen and me, or Wayne and me. We'd go up to the door and knock and say, trick or treat when the people would answer the door and they'd hold out a bowl of candy and we could take one. Sometimes they told us we could take two. Two little Milky Way bars. Ooh, those were good. And we'd run back to the car and, Mom, look what we got. And she said, go to the neighbor's house also. And we'd go over there and we'd ring their doorbell. And trick or treat! As I got a little bit older, probably seven or eight, we were able to go out and walk all over town all by ourselves. My friends and I would just go from door to door to door. And at the end of the evening, we'd count our bounty of candy. And yeah, we had an apple or a popcorn ball or something in there also. It was so much fun. We'd come home and my parents would say, let me see your candy. I always put some in my pocket, so in case they wanted to ration it out, I had a little bit of backstash. It was great. As I got older and older, my costumes weren't as advanced. I was no longer Superman or the Lone Ranger or even a skeleton or a scary ghost. I was more like, let's try going up to that house without even a mask on. See if they'll give us some candy. We were getting too cool to wear the costumes, but we still wanted the candy. We'd go up there, and once in a while, somebody would say, Who are you supposed to be? And we'd look at each other, and we'd go, We're teenagers! <laughs> or something lame. A lot of times they say, No mask, no candy. So we'd put our mask on and knock on their door again, and trick or treat! When I got about 12, we started wanting to be big kids. We knew the big kids would go around town and set up roadblocks, soap the store windows, throw some toilet paper over the street lights. We really didn't have big trees in the yards back then. Up there in the mountains, we didn't have elm trees and maple trees and oak trees to do that with. 
There may be a aspen tree here or there, but there weren't many trees in people's yards back then. Finally, the day came. Wayne and I went out, telling our folks we were going to go trick-or-treating. But we each had a bar of soap, and I think Wayne brought a can of shaving cream. We went downtown, and the windows were all just covered with things like Joe Likes Sue, Panther's Rule, Don't Shop at This Store. All the sayings and all this art on these windows with soap. We sprayed some of that shaving cream on. We went around and we saw how the streets were barricaded off with people to put trash cans out there and big boards try to keep cars from going up and down the street. Main Street really got it though. Packs of teenagers go up and down. When I was about 14 or 15, we were doing our due diligence. Had soaked a bunch of windows downtown. Thought that was really funny. Heard about a big roadblock they had built there by the high school, so we went over there. Right across the street from the high school, they had built a new ice skating rink. The old one used to be about a block and a half to the east. They would flood the little league field. This was a brand new ice skating rink. They had come and they had leveled out the ground and they had built up nice banks all the way around it. And it was really a nice rink in the wintertime. Well, October 31st, it might be getting cold enough at night to freeze the water pretty good, pretty solid, but the days were still kind of warm. And so it wasn't flooded yet and it wasn't an ice skating rink yet. Well, we were checking out the roadblock there right in front of the school. And all of a sudden, someone yelled, Here comes Vern! Vern was the town marshal. He drove around in this light green Ford Galaxy car. You always knew it was Vern. He had one light on top of the car. And he'd drive around and try to keep peace. Make sure nothing really got torn up on Halloween night. Well, Wayne and I went running, and we dove over the embankment into the new ice skating rink. Well, there's one thing you want to know. Back then, we didn't have leash laws on our dogs, and dogs would run around all over town. Once in a while, there'd be a dog fight. I know when Wayne was a little boy, somehow he got tangled up in a dog fight and broke his leg. He's kind of scared of dogs after that, and I don't blame him. Two big old dogs, bigger than you, fighting to the death. There you are, somehow, tangled right up with several dogs all biting each other and stuff. Well, one of the downsides to dogs running all over town back then, and usually there weren't a bunch of fights, and they didn't run in packs like wolves or anything, but, you know, your dog and it didn't have a leash or didn't have to be confined to the back of the yard or anything. But they would poop wherever they wanted. You know how a dog is. Well, we dove over that ice skating rink. And I did a somersault as I came down that. And I landed right in some fresh dog poop. Right on my back. Covered my back of my jeans. And the back of my jacket. I could take the jacket off, but I couldn't take my jeans off. And I stunk. It was almost putrid. I think the thing that made it stink even worse is I knew it was all over me. Here I am, 
out having fun on Halloween night, and now I'm full of dog poo. It was terrible. It was awful. Well, needless to say, my time that Halloween was cut very, very short. I went home humiliated, sad, mad, and just a little bit stinky. Went in the house, my mom says, what happened to you? <laughs> there was a cannon at the old Legion Hut. The Legion Hut was uh, like the VFW post in our community. And it kind of sat halfway up on the hill at the intersection there of the roads. And there's a big, big cannon that sat outside the Legion Hut. And I remember we used to scheme on rolling that thing down the hill. This is where my mind gets a little fuzzy. Because I used to think that we accomplished that, rolling it down the hill. And I remember in my mind's eye, it coming to rest in the backyard of the house there on the corner at the foot of the hill. But I can't for the life of me remember rolling it down there. I can remember trying to lift it, a bunch of us, and it was too heavy. And I have seen posts from friends saying that they rolled it down the hill. But I can't really place if it actually was rolled down the hill or if that was an imagination. I have a hard time thinking that I was part of that, even though for years I thought I was. And I know later that they let the tires go flat on the cannon. And I think the word was so it'd be harder to roll it down the hill. Anyway, there's always that cannon up there waiting to be rolled down the hill on Halloween. My dad used to not mind Halloween night because he said everybody needs to wash their windows anyway. And that's what happened on November 1st. Every store owner on Main Street would be washing their windows. But one thing would happen that would make my dad angry. There's always, you know, someone in every crowd and someone would go around with wax instead of soap. And all of a sudden you got a problem. You have to take a razor blade to get that wax off those windows instead of just washing them with a brush of hot water and squeegee. So there's always someone like that in every crowd, everywhere you ever go. Kind of blow it on your nice clean fun. We used to do all that around and never really ever tear anything up or destroy anything or hurt anything. But there were people just like everyday life. That's not good enough for them. They're going to mess things just a little worse. It's too bad. You know, old Vern, he couldn't be everywhere in a town of 500 people with a main street that's about five blocks long, full of stores and businesses. That little town would give you the impression that it was much larger than 500 people. It was weird in the county I grew up in because the town I grew up in was the business town. Ten miles away was a town that was the county seat. It had the courthouse and the jail. Sixteen miles away from my town was a resort town that had a nice lake on it. It was right there at the National Park, and it was quite a tourist town. You go about 20 miles the other way from my town, and there was a major ski area there, and everything was skiing. You go the other way, 27 miles, and that's the town that had the fair in it and the hospital. So whenever people came for business, they came to our town. 
And so the town always appeared bigger than it was because of that. I guess if you'd put all five of those towns together, you'd have a bustling bigger town. But that's not the way it was. And you did have to drive aways to do certain things. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Now for the top 10 55 years ago. That is the top 10 pop songs this week in 1965. Number 10, one, two, three, Len Berry. Number nine, Hang On Sloopy, The McCoys. Number eight, Positively Fourth Street, Bob Dylan. Number seven, You're the One, The Vogues. Number six, Treat Her Right, Roy Head and the Traits. Number five, Everybody Loves a Clown, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Number four, Keep on Dancing, The Gentries. Number three, Get Off of My Cloud, The Rolling Stones. Number two, A Lover's Concerto, The Toys. Number one, for the fourth week in a row, The Beatles, Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. I love the Beatles. Halloween in the mountains was really the end of fall. Most of the trees had already lost their leaves by the end of October up there. The nights were very, very brisk, cold. The days were still kind of like Indian summer. A lot of sunshine, pretty nice weather. Remember, wear a light jacket. That little town was a wonderful town to grow up in. And Halloween was a special time if you're a little kid. It was a different day and age back then. I hope I helped you kind of go back a little. Remember your childhood. Remember how much fun trick-or-treating really was. I used to eat my candy so fast. I had two brothers and a sister, and it was competition for it, no doubt. I'd go down to Wayne's, clear in February March, he still had Halloween candy eat just a piece a day or something. I could never do that. And to this day, we get some ice cream around this house, even though it's just my wife and I. I eat as much as I can, as fast as I can, so nobody else can get it. Sorry, sweetheart. Kindness is more than just being nice and friendly. It's something that comes out from the inside of a person, where it shows love and respect and fellowship towards those all around you. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.